Thank you for joining me in another episode of the Shenanigans podcast. Um, so one of the cool things about the Anchor app is that it has a record with friends function. It also has a call out function. So I could theoretically conduct interviews with just about anybody. But my very first interview on the show is with, hey, it's Che. And she doesn't know it, but I've always wanted to say it like that on the radio because it just it sounds perfect for uh, just broadcast. Um, but Che was one of the first people, if not the first person, yeah, one of the first people to, um, comment on my Facebook rant, diatribe, call it what you will. Um, and so we had just a quick interview, just some banter discussing different facets of basically rape culture is what this all falls under the umbrella of. And if you're one of those people who denies that rape culture is a thing, just turn this shit off now because you don't need to be listening. Um, but yeah, so special th- shout out and thank you to Che for being my first interviewee. And stay tuned for the interview after our fun, exciting little musical interludes. So we are having this chat today because I, I might have gone off. I might have been mad. I might have a lot of stuff to say and I noticed um like a lot of Palauan I don't know like leadership and authority figures mm-hmm. and organizations they don't really want to talk about this stuff yeah they don't they're just like oh it's fine they're just saying stuff but they don't really mean it right and I figure if they're not gonna talk about it why not talk about it yes bring it to the people <laughs> Like, I, I would probably make a horrible politician, but at least I, I figured out how to use my microphone for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do remember you saying you could write volumes on, like, how you feel about, like, Palauan courtship, Palauan harassment, like, sexual harassment, sexual assault in our community. Um, what are some of the things especially like that especially catch your attention or bother you or been on your mind about that the thing that bothers me the most that i want to punch someone in the face about is the excuse that it's because of what she's wearing oh yeah like like they're at school they're just walking around wearing what they want and they're like oh it's because of what she's wearing that i'm feeling this way or or like it's her fault that you know i want to do this to her like well first of all like some of them are kids (laughs) Like, right. Nothing's developed. They're not, you know, smart enough, quote unquote, for this kind of thing. And it just it bothers me so much that why is it because of what she's wearing that bothers you? And also, like they're like saying, well, if they're gonna wear bikinis at the beach, you know, why are they mad if I see them in their underwear? I'm just because of consent, you know, like I wear bikinis because I'm allowed to and I can, and mm-hmm. the underwear is not something that I want you to see. You know, it's it's like. It's the consent that makes bikinis and underwear different in right it's just it's like such a oh, I'm so mad about like that excuse and i I don't know necessarily how it is in like other communities, but I know at least in ours like we'll come up with some of the stupidest excuses for stuff too mm-hmm. like um I remember reading I think this was a couple years back 
an article in Tiabelao, yeah. and they had arrested someone who had actually assaulted a minor, and his excuse was, "Well, I was horny." <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like that's what? <laughs> like, there's, th- I'm, I'm sure somewhere in the of Palau, there is a woman who is a legal adult that you mm-hmm. could hit up for like your whatever physiological needs you might have or like do with it yourself i mean yeah seriously you don't need anyone to like have a party sometimes like just take care of your business like but i one of the things and i had mentioned it in um an, an episode i did earlier this morning mm-hmm. um there's a news story that just came out of samoa and one of the things I, I caught in um, the judge's decision against a man who had actually assaulted, repeatedly assaulted his daughter, is that, um, at least in their community, it felt like this had gone over, it had taken place over such a long period of time, it, and the family was aware of it. It's almost like the reputation and family name was more important than the rights of the victim. And that's also the thing, though, like victim blaming, it pisses me off. Oh, man, that's I've actually read uh, like in the comments, like Palan comments online, like in the forums, which I have to stay out of the forums for mm-hmm. like long spurts of time because it just my high blood pressure. I don't even have high blood pressure, but it turns into high blood pressure because of the forums. But I've mm-hmm. seen people comment like, well, you know, it's wrong of you to point out so and so as, you know, having violated you because, you know, he has a family. Well, <laughs> right like i well she she has a, she has parents mm-hmm. and older siblings and younger siblings and she exists as a human like that's that wasn't good enough yeah there's just one article that i read like this girl was um raped and then she became pregnant and then when he went to court the court gave the, the rapist um like rights to the, the kid the baby that they're gonna have holy shit i know and i'm just like what and then i i read down some more and the girl who was raped is like 12. oh god what the fuck? see these are the things and like this is why i really i mean i have the radio station and stuff but then i kind of the radio station is mainly there for music like people are just there they want to hear music they want whatever we'll put out ads as needed mm-hmm. but like the reason I had my personal podcast was because this is the stuff that would probably get me in trouble for saying, <laughs> like, anywhere else. But, like, I I love our people. I love being Palauan. I love basically everything yeah. about, like, our history and heritage and all that stuff. But seriously, there are, like, a few, like, cultural quirks that, like, they'll they really are to our detriment. Like this whole sweeping stuff under the rug when things are bad and not talking about it. Mm-hmm. I had this one, I I think I had talked to Gambis and a few other people about this um, when I was still in Palau, like, and this isn't, by the way, to say like anything bad about like sports and all the extracurricular activities that go on in Palau. Yeah. But like we have, just from anecdotal evidence, and I spent like a couple of years kind of going around like kind of quietly trying to research um, assault cases in Palau. Mm-hmm. We have just heaps upon heaps of 
unreported cases of incest, molestation, sexual assault. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we have all these cases of alcohol abuse, substance abuse, mental health issues, self-harm. And we treat it by saying, here's some sports. <laughs> but, like, who's actually going to these people and, like, talking to them and trying to work through with them why they're self-medicating, why they're self-harming, why they feel the need to turn to these behaviors, trying to, like, get to the root issues? Like, mm-hmm. do we not do that? Do we... What is it that, like, when stuff like this happens, we just, we don't want to talk about it? Is it really that, like, family names and reputations are more important than, like, I don't know, safety? They're always like, oh, you should, you should keep it in the family, you know, it's our business. And no one ever really talks about it. And then, mm-hmm. like, but then most people don't really want to bring it up with their family anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing ever happens. Like, there's this uh, billboard sign in Palau that's a... Uh, like, if you need help, call 775-HELP or something. I'm like, oh, yeah. you call that? So I, I worked with that organization. I was actually a member of uh, the Palau Mental Health uh, Planning and Advisory Council for a time being. Yeah. And um, so while I understand that their intentions are good, one of the problems that I had with uh, some of the work they did and some of the things about 775 Talk. Number one was that they didn't have very many people trained. It was like a cell phone and they would just pass it back and forth between the people who were trained like during their shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had like a handful of people. I think maybe three people would pass the phone back and forth. Um, one of the people wasn't even in the best health. So there would be people who text or call the line, but like no one would answer. Um, I mean, it's a good idea, but... Oh, it was a great idea. <laughs> I, well thought out. Um, it wasn't. And one of the things with that is that a lot of the advice they would be given, and I mean, this works for some people, but not everybody, would be like, go see your pastor, go to church, go pray on it. That doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister will actually probably talk on this more, like in one of our later podcasts, but say you're a queer Palauan, you identify as queer, and you're having issues with being assaulted, being harassed, there's a pretty good chance the church is not a comfortable place for you. Yeah. And so if you're calling a line or you're texting someone at 775-TALK and they're telling you that you need to pray on it, you need to go see your pastor, but your pastor is someone who just got done giving a sermon about how technically you're evil, then where do you turn? I never understood like I understand the meaning behind pray about it but most of the time it's like yeah you can talk to God about it but you need someone there to you know respond back sometimes it helps it helps yeah just to talk about it like like the whole like just do sports like what's that gonna do (laughs) like what if I'm just uncoordinated and likely to like trip and fall and like eat dirt then why like You can focus on your physical pain and not your emotional pain. Yes. Like the more I can get people to talk about it, the more I can get people to kind of open up, not necessarily about their personal experiences, but what Mm -hmm. they've seen, what, what they've read, what they know about and just how they feel about stuff. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that this can be an issue that people are a little more willing to tackle. Um, When I posted my angry rant on Facebook, (laughs) 
Um, for for starters, I didn't think I was going to get um, as much feedback as I did. Yeah. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm angry. I'm posting. It was like the long version of subtweeting at somebody. <laughs> but I, the feedback was amazing. I know. Like my my after I commented, it, it would they would tell me like, oh, someone commented, someone commented. I'm like, dang, that post is blowing up. And I go there like, there's nothing really negative being posted about what you said. So I'm like, this is something we should really talk about then. If so much people feel this way about it, right? Or at least I was told that um, they're trying to kind of work it into things like curriculum, and they're trying to talk more about it on a like public health level mm-hmm. and like personal safety, but. It's kind of like the idea of teaching sex ed in Palawan schools that they kind of don't. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Well, if they're not going to learn it somewhere, if they're not going to hear it from, in theory, the places where I, I would imagine they're supposed to hear it, then mm-hmm. I guess I could just bombard the internet along with my growing army of people who are down to bombard the internet <laughs> forcefully educate people pretty much i mean it has like a kind of dictatorship sound to it but in a good way yeah definitely like you're, you're i mean you're saving them just right gosh i wonder how many dictators have actually thought that throughout their lives yeah we're just keeping this like a short conversation so that mm-hmm. like we can have like you back to talk about stuff and when yeah. stuff like irritates you. And mm-hmm. so um, thank you for joining me, even though it's not like super I'm early gonna... in the morning for you. But... It's, not, it's like 10. It's, not, it's early for you, not me. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be here until the beginning of February and then I'll be gone for a bit. Oh my gosh. Cause military. Yeah. Unless they move it again. So I I'm excited to hear like different women's like perspectives and experiences in the military because obviously the military is known for having a pretty rough culture of harassment. Yeah. And so it's always interesting to me how women deal with it. This 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 was fun actually. See? I feel You're... like I contribute like so much but you did though. That's you did contribute so much. I'm I'm just the conduit. Yeah, so thank you for joining me this morning. Yeah, and I am excited to have you back and have more guests and just really talk about this thing until people are like, well, crap, I guess we have to talk about it. They keep talking about it. Probably. You're the awesomest. Thank you for being Look. my first guest on Shenanigans. Thank you good work. Oh, thank you. You can't see, but I'm like sending you like hearts. I'm doing finger guns for some reason. Awesome. Okay. Thanks so much for joining me and have an awesome day. You too. Thanks, Jay.